0: You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day day with amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you happy thirsty thursday if you partake in those festivities i am brandon olson you can find me on twitter at wns underscore brandon i am also the founder of hall 9 you can find all Of my written work, if uh, anybody has kids in the car and they want to know what thirsty Thursday means, it just means drinks a lot of water. That's what we do. Uh, Today, we'll talk a bit about some Tim Tebow odds on Bet Online. We'll preview the Gators softball SEC tournament matchup, which is happening today. And how Trey Mann can break a massive cold spell for Florida basketball. First off, I just really want to, just quickly thank everybody who left your review please do continue to do so or reach out to me in some way so that i could work to make this the best gators podcast around uh also you know yeah reach out to me in some way give me some ideas do whatever you want josh gardner had this great idea that we worked on yesterday it was a big hit got a lot of positive feedback for it and even the feedback that wasn't positive it was fun discussion to have Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Like I mentioned, we're going to take a look at the Tim Tebow odds on betonline.ag. The first one is um, pretty bleak. (laughs) What are the odds that Tim Tebow makes the final 53-man roster? Yes, minus 200. And no is plus 150. So, of course, uh, for those of you who don't know how betting odds work, uh, minus 200 is... That means that's the favorite. That is the... Uh, that's the one that's most expected. Plus 150 means that is the underdog or the least expected one. So, he, he's a solid favorite to make the final 53-man roster, which, again, given how weak the Jaguars are at tight end... Um, not a uh, not, not a big surprise there. Uh, he's just, you know, he, he's playing a new position, but he's playing with the guys who just have not been productive for their entire careers or are rookies. So there's a decent chance that he makes that final 53-man roster, I'd say. Um, the next up is what happens first, a touchdown catch, a touchdown run, or a touchdown pass from Tim Tebow. Uh, so, the touchdown catch is minus 140 odds. Touchdown run is plus 125. And touchdown pass is plus 350. And as weird as it might sound, given that he's a guy who's playing tight end now um, and used to play quarterback, though, I think that we might be looking at touchdown pass as the one that I think would be most likely. Uh, just because I can't see him really making catches in traffic against NFL defensive backs. You know, Debo's always been a dude. He's a big guy, um, thickly built, but it's it's pretty hard to make contested catches at any size, especially when you've never done it before. That's a bit of a concern. Um, Also with that is that, sure, he's playing tight end, but, uh, I mean, it's hard to get open in the NFL for guys that have been playing tight end for a very long time let alone if you're someone who's never really run routes in your career. So just getting into that is going to be... I, I get he's got four months to prep, but four months is nothing. These guys commit years of their lives to improving there and still struggle. So, I mean, Tebow getting open, unlikely, making a contested catch against NFL defensive backs, i say it might even be less likely there. So, td catch i get just because he's playing tight end makes it the favorite but it's the one that i kind of least expect touchdown run i could see because i do fully expect him to come in for some wildcat packages use i expect tebow to be used very similar to Taysom hill It's how he should have been used originally he is the guy who he really should have been the first Taysom. uh so i expect him to take snaps in the backfield somewhat frequently uh okay Maybe not somewhat frequently, but compared to how sporadically he'll play, I think that he'll be taking a decent percentage of those snaps from the backfield. So TD run, totally get. It would also be my second favorite option. But TD pass is the one that I'm going for. Tebow is the guy who he kind of made the jump pass famous. Um, And I think that we could see him break that out in the NFL as early as week one, really. Uh, I think that there's a high chance we see him you know, at at least, at least play a bit, at least come on the field for those gimmicky plays. And I mean, that just leads right to the third one, which is, will Tim Tebow play a snap in week one? Yes is plus 400. No is minus 700, which means no is just a massive favorite in this situation. Yes is a massive underdog here. Um, here's the thing. I think that make the 53 and play a snap in week one should have the same exact odds because i think that if tim tebow makes this roster somehow some way urban meyer will get him on the field and i think for him to play a snap in week one if you, you know you've got make the 53 as a favorite so she plays snap in week one he's just the kind of guy he's got the kind of relationship with urban meyer that if he's, on, if he's on that roster, Urban Meyer is m- almost certainly going to find a way to get him on the field and somehow involved in the game plan. He just brings a lot to the table in that respect where he's someone when he's on the field, especially if he lines up in the backfield, you've got to keep an eye on. And the final one, which is honestly a little disrespectful that this is a thing, but uh, it's also pretty funny. Which will be higher, Tim Tebow's 2021 touchdowns or his 2019 home runs? Uh, By the way, Tim Tebow had four home runs in 2019. So this is basically asking, will Tim Tebow have more than four touchdowns this year or will he have less than four touchdowns this year? Unfortunately, there's not an option for them to have the same. Uh, (laughs) this, This one is... It is so disrespectful in the funniest way that I like. I'm not mad about it. That's it's just a silly thing, and I get it. That's really fun. Um, I could let you know for all of these four. I would vote yes to making the 53. I would vote touchdown pass happens first. I would bet yes he plays a snap in week one, and I would bet touchdowns is higher again just because I think especially on the goal line tebow's going to get his snaps really travis Etienne's not he's not a powerful runner so i'm not totally expecting him to get a ton of snaps in the goal line um maybe james robinson is the guy there i i I, i'm not super confident in this running back group so why not maybe use your tight end as a fullback option here but you know what you can do with those winnings visit rockauto.com for all of your car part needs Uh, The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I don't even have a car, but I wanted to get familiar with the website, and I was completely shocked at how smooth the experience was. Whether it's brake pads, taillights, or you just want to add hydraulics, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this the other day. Uh, I was in a car with someone the other day, and there was just these horrid, guttural growls. It was was wild. Uh, My cat doesn't make those noises. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, whether it's for your classic or your daily driver. Get everything you need in just a few easy clicks and get it delivered directly to your door. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? so that they know exactly who sent you? Of course, for the second segment of today's episode, we're going to take a look at the Florida Gators vs. Mississippi State Bulldogs SEC tournament game, as a mouthful, that is happening today at noon Eastern, so sorry if you're a late listener and the game has already happened. Hopefully, the Florida Gators won that one and we'll take to the next step. But the Gators had the bye in the first round for taking the first seed, really. They tied with Alabama as the top seed, but they won the tiebreaker by beating Alabama when Bama got roll-tied, rolled over by the Florida Gators, uh, so that was that was fun, sorry, I had to get that in, I was, I was excited to say that the second I thought of it, and I figured out that I had to work my way into it. Uh, like I said, the game is today at noon Eastern, so hopefully you're listening to this early enough, and hopefully you've got a way to watch it, uh, it is on the SEC Network. So hopefully you have access to that. If not, YouTube TV free trial, just a suggestion. Kind of worth it to watch the SEC tournament. I'm just saying. Uh, The Florida Gators were the only school in the conference to win all of their conference series this year, uh, which is fantastic given that they are now playing in a conference tournament. Uh, So that's uh, that's pretty ideal when taking that look at things. Florida is going to take on Mississippi State after Mississippi State beat their in-state rivals, the Ole Miss Rebels, who we know also. Florida beat them, too. Of course, I'm going to say this for every game that we talk about on the show, because well, <laughs> Florida beat them all. Florida has not lost a conference game this year, a conference series this year. Uh, Florida played Mississippi State earlier in the season, and like I've mentioned, they won all their conference series, so they won that series, too, but mississippi state was a fun and special one really because florida swept it and not only did they sweep it three games to zero but the scores throughout the series florida outscored mississippi state 19 to zero so just put a whooping on them game after game after game um, Mississippi State did go 33 and 22 this season and the worrisome thing here is that Mississippi State is now riding an eight game winning streak so that's the only concern really is that momentum is uh you know what and could really just turn things completely inside out and given that this is a one game playoff it, it's it's a little scary there <laughs> that uh. That, you know, yeah, this hot streak, the momentum could just carry for Mississippi State. Of course, the Gators are now playing for the first time since Hannah Adams, Charlotte Eccles, Elizabeth Hightower, Kendall Lindemann, and Julia Catrill all earned some kind of All-Southeastern Conference honor. Whether it be first team, second team, newcomer team, all-defense team, Uh, Charlotte Eccles and Hannah Adams both earned first team and defensive team honors. Elizabeth Hightower and Kendall Lindemann were both all SEC second team. And Julia Catrill got all SEC newcomer team. So Florida out here riding just the accolades this year. Uh, really exciting. They're just dominant throughout. You know, they won the championship of 2018 and 19. And hey. Here we are again, you know, Florida Gators softball is uh, just, just elite when you look at the conference. Um, of course, they went conference championship, not national championship, but hey, we're here. We, we celebrate the dubs. Uh, the game is, of course, being played in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and will air on the SEC network, like I said, and there are currently, I, I just couldn't find betting odds for college softball, which is um, disappointing. And to be frank, quite a bit irritating because like, I, I don't got money money, but like I would have thrown down I would have pretty penny on this one, so it's kind of irritating. I, I couldn't find any betting odds, but at the moment, like you'd have to imagine that Florida would be looked at as the heavy favorites. Uh, don't worry, I knocked on woods. I knocked on wood as I. You know, thought about that initially when I was getting ready for the show and I uh, knocked on wood as I said it and I'll knock again and hope that you could hear it this time. I I hope you could hear that. Um, We'll see if you do but yeah, I'm going to knock on wood again as I say it out loud again where you'd have to think Florida's looked at as the heavy favorites in this matchup and we'll revisit it for sure at some point probably next week. Um, just because this week, the remainder of the week is booked up. Uh, so we'll talk about this next week, whether we're recapping the season for Florida softball or we're just previewing the next game in the tournament. But do you think the Florida Gators football team have a shot at the Natty this year? If you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 3,300 odds, and I'm just saying, I'm going to take them. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports and non sports action, really. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, reality TV. There's real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. I was looking at it today. You can bet on the day that the next royal child will be born. You can bet on who will win the next French election. You can bet on who will win. Uh, you can bet on who the next Democratic nominee will be, whether Caitlyn Jenner is going to be the governor of California, anything. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code Locked On. That is L O C K E D, O N. I mentioned at the start of the show that Trey Mann could be on the verge of breaking a massive cold spell for Florida Gators basketball. Uh, Personally, I've always called Florida the everything school. I will say that as obnoxiously as it sounds, and I will say it as loud as I possibly can to people who aren't Gators fans, because they need to be reminded of that kind of thing. Uh, But one thing that Florida hasn't done well, as of late at least, is despite having moderate success as a team they just have not been able to pump out consistent NBA talent. Uh, specifically, the Gators have not had a player taken in the NBA draft since 2013, even though they've had undrafted players like Dorian Finney-Smith, who of course was a transfer to Florida, but you know, finished his college career with Florida, and then went to the NBA, and Chris Chioza, who of course we all remember, had that absolutely insanely beautiful floater to win the game and then in March Madness, it was... Ah, you gotta love it. But they found spots as actual contributors in the NBA, with Dorian Finney-Smith being an everyday starter now. I believe he started 57 of the 57 games that he played in this year, and it's impressive that Dorian Finney-Smith and Chris both went undrafted. Eric Murphy was the last Gator drafted, and he was selected with the 49th pick overall in the second round, 19th pick in the round, of course, to the Chicago Bulls. uh, And he is currently playing, I believe, in China, if I'm not mistaken. I know he spent some time pretty much traveling the Eastern Hemisphere. So who knows, really? (laughs) Pretty sure he's in China right now. But Eric Murphy, you know, he was a stretch forward that got drafted by the Bulls. Just never really worked out. Uh, Hopefully, that'll change soon. And unless something drastic does happen... It's looking likely that Trey Mann will be the Florida Gator to break this cold streak, this drought, if you want to call it that. Trey Mann, of course, really broke out this season with the Gators. He averaged 16 points per game, a little over 5.5 rebounds per game, and and 3.5 assists per game. He was the focal point of the offense. Literally just everything on this team ran through Trey Mann offensively, defensively, of course. Not so much, but offensively, Trey Mann really broke out and he took control as a true ball handler playmaker. It's becoming increasingly talked about that Trey Mann should find his way into the draft lottery this year, which of course means the top 14 picks in the NBA draft. And this would be just breaking the NBA draft route for the Florida Gators in such a massive way. And one of the things that I am really hoping for and really looking forward to with the possibility of Trey Mann getting drafted in the lottery is that it'll hopefully bring elite players back to Florida. You know, we've got a lot of promising transfers coming in. We've got one promising high school recruit. We've got one high school recruit coming in, one commit. And, you know, you'd like to see more. Of course, Kawasi, I'm super excited for. You know, I've mentioned it before lanky, lengthy, hustles on defense, Can has a silky jump shot. So I'm excited for him, but I would like to see more high school players come in and commit to Florida early on. As opposed to getting transfers for maybe two years, uh, I would like to see guys come in for longer. I realize Trey Mann just played two years, so that's kind of weird to say. But I would like to see you know more high-caliber prospects come to Florida and come through Florida on their way to the NBA. So, with Trey Mann getting drafted in the, in the draft lottery, really, uh, we could see more high school prospects and high school recruits be like, you know what? Florida is a place that I can go and wind up in the NBA and wind up highly drafted in the NBA because, of course, now so many college kids are going one and done, which is great for them. You know, get your money, get your money when you're young, too. Um, but hopefully, now recruits will be able to be like, hey, Florida is a place where. I can go and get drafted early even though, you know, for the most part, Florida hasn't been that kind of school for the past, (laughs) I can't even remember when. They've always had uh, seniors and juniors that contribute and play well, but hopefully with Trey Mann being a sophomore that left early and get drafted in the draft lottery, hopefully we'll see more high caliber high high school prospects come out. But That about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me tomorrow as we'll talk about the NFL schedule release, which is coming out as the time that I'm recording this, a little bit later tonight. Uh, We'll look forward to some of the former Gators and how the schedule will impact them. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work at Whole9Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E. Sports. Be sure to check out Lockdown Browns, hosted by Jeff Lloyd, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm sure you can expect plenty of schedule talk from Jeff. And fun fact, Jeff was a guest on the Whole9Sports podcast almost two years ago, so way before I was involved with Lockdown. Today on the Lockdown Today podcast, when and where will the A's move? That's the cue of the day, and I hate it. Uh, I've always kind of liked the A's particularly because they've got that holy Toledo sign, and that's pretty sick. Uh, Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.